Namaste and welcome to the second podcast episode of the year 2024. On behalf of the whole SAP family, I would like to thank you for tuning in. It's February and this time with one extra day. One extra day to learn and grow. And in this episode, we will deep dive in one such offering that was recently announced at Ticket last year and learn more about it. But first, Let's hear about some new enhancements done to the existing SAP BTP services. On the SAP ABAP environment site, if I continue from our last episode, with the new ABAP runtime errors app, you can display and analyze the ABAP runtime errors that have occurred in your current tenant. From the runtime error details, you can then navigate to the ABAP source code location where the error occurred. So in your browser or in the ABAP development tools ADT. Again, on the ABAP side of the house, developers can bring their own Git that allows them to connect own Git repositories with the Manage Software Components app. This enables tracking the lifecycle of the software components more transparently in a customer-chosen Git service and to connect custom continuous integration services. Changes to Git are, however, only allowed via transports released from SAP BTP ABAP environment. With Advanced Event Mesh Adapter availability, it will enable SAP Integration Suite tenants to connect to SAP Integration Suite Advanced Event Mesh. This adapter uses Solace message format, as in short form SMF message protocol. These were just few selections from the list of items that are new to SAP BTP services to know more, take a look at the links mentioned in the show notes. Now moving to the section where we invite guests to discuss on some selected topics. This time we will deep dive and discuss about this new addition to the SAP Integration Suite portfolio, Edge Integration Set, which is SAP's next generation integration runtime for hybrid integration scenarios. And for this, we have Fini Babu, who is a lead product manager from the SAP Integration Suite, who will touch upon this and also highlight how Edge Integration Cell enables enterprises to manage APIs and run integration scenarios within their private landscapes. Welcome, Fini, to our February episode of SAP BTP Talk. Hi, Gaurav. Thanks a lot for the invite. Happy to be part of this podcast. Great. So, Fini, whenever we invite guests in our podcast, we play a small fun-guessing game with them. Uh, do you want to give it a try? Yeah, sure. Okay. So, the game is, uh, you have to give me two or three words. Could be anything that you see right now or that comes to your mind. And with the help of a generative AI assistant, I will create a joke for you. If you laugh, I win. And if you don't, I can put the blame on the generative AI tool. So are you ready? Yeah, sure. Great. Okay. Uh, so I see a, a crane. Okay. A bicycle. Okay. And a garden. Oh, that's nice selection. Let me key in those words and see what it generates. And here we have, so it goes like this. Why did the bicycle never want to race against the train? Because it didn't want to end up grazed under its wheels. Okay. <laughs> okay. I need to force myself to laugh. <laughs> so. 
Good one. Good one. So then I can put my blame on the AI tool that I used. I won't name it, but yeah. <laughs> so listeners, if the words matched to what you also saw, give us a shout out on our social media channels. And if you find a better joke, also post that. Great. Now we resume back to the topic for which we invited Finney to the talk. Last year at Decade, Edge Integration Cell was added to SAP Integration Suite family. And um, after that, Finit has generated a huge interest in the community. So can you please bring our listeners, uh, you know, up to speed and tell us a bit more about this? Yeah, sure. Just wanted to start with uh, introduction of what is Edge Integration Cell, right? Because this is also something many people ask and this question also comes up multiple times, right? True. So Edge Integration Cell is new hybrid integration runtime that is offered as an optional extension to SAP Integration Suite. So every SAP Integration Suite tenant, which is standard edition and above, gets an entitlement of Edge Integration Cell. So this can be then installed and deployed by the customer in their private landscape, right? So when we talk about private landscape, it means it could be either a private cloud setup or an on-prem setup, right? And it requires a Kubernetes um, cluster. And then the customers can deploy this in their private cloud or on-prem and then run their integration scenarios or manage their APIs of the systems or applications that they have in their private landscape using the edge integration cell. It's a runtime. So you will have to still use the design time and monitoring UIs of SAP integration suite and then you have a flexible option, the flexible deployment option to deploy your content, whether it is integration or APIs, either on the cloud or in your private landscape with Edge Integration Cell. So what are those main use cases where you see fit for the use of Edge Integration Cell? Yeah, we also, before it was released in the market in November, we also ran a beta program and we also engaged with a lot of customers to also understand the main use cases that they require edge integration cell. So uh, what we hear from customer and also what positioning that we wanted to have for edge integration cell. So these are some of the high level use cases. One is uh, data compliance and governance use cases. So whenever customers have requirements or a need that they want to process their integration scenarios within their private network or private landscape, and they don't want data to be uh, moving out of their network, right? That is one use case where edge integration cell fits. The other use case or rather main use case is that where we are also looking at customers moving from SAP process orchestration to SAP integration suite, and they still have some of these scenarios that they want to run it within their private landscape or on-prem, right? So that's another use case where we see that it provides a migration path for customers to move from SAP process orchestration to integration suite and then deploy those scenarios to edge integration cell. With the edge integration cell, what we have also done is um, having, we have a new architecture where we have the API-led integration and event-based integration also as capabilities of edge integration cell. So this also enables customers to use edge integration cell as another use case. So if they have use cases where they want to run API-led integrations or event-based integrations, edge integration cell also fits there. And last but not least is the, the option of high availability setup, right? So whenever 
customers have this need of high availability setup or multi availability zone, they can also try this via the edge integration cell, having multiple cells in multiple locations and then processing their integration scenarios. Awesome. I must say that this is a great extension to the existing services. Uh, you mentioned edge integration cell and hybrid integration scenario. So who takes care of the operations of the edge integration cell, if you can comment on that? Yeah, that's a very important aspect of edge integration cell because edge integration cell is deployed and installed within the customer's landscape. Yeah, So the entire operation of edge integration cell is owned by the customer. So when I talk about operations, I mean installation of the Kubernetes cluster, maintaining the versions of the Kubernetes cluster, installing edge integration cell, applying software updates, because we also plan to do software updates every four weeks, like we do for the cloud for edge integration cell as well, and also taking care of the system level monitoring. So all of these operations, since it is within the customer's landscape, it is now owned by the customer. Right. So all of these operations are now owned by the customer. So the operations of SAP integration suite is still with SAP because it's on the cloud and it's integration platform as a service that is provided by SAP. But when it comes to edge integration cell, it's completely owned by the customer. Great. So giving more control to the customers out there. Right. Wonderful. Right. So what are those steps, you know, that typically needs to be performed while setting the service up? Yeah, I mean, this, I have also written a detailed blog on awesome. the steps and we also have very good documentation explaining all of that. But just to give you a high level list of steps that are required, right? I mean, before we go, we even go into the steps, some of the prerequisites are that customers need to have SAP integration suite license, standard edition, premium edition, CPE or pay as you go, any one of this to get an entitlement of edge integration cell. They need to have technical user IDs or, or S user IDs with download permissions so that they are able to download edge integration cell from the repository-based shipment channel to their Kubernetes cluster. And these are the prerequisites. So once they have this, then they can start setting up and installing the edge integration cell. So some of the main steps are, first of all, that they need to set up the Kubernetes cluster and external storage. So with edge integration cell, we also require customers bring their own persistence, so the external storage configuration. Then they go to BTP cockpit and there they have to configure the edge integration cell entitlement. As I said, so one entitlement is available free of cost for every SAP integration suite license standard edition and above. So they need to configure it. And after that, they need to come to their integration suite tenant, activate edge integration cell, and when they activate edge integration cell from the integration suite tenant, it subscribes to Edge lifecycle management software that we use to manage the lifecycle of edge integration cell. And then this gives the customers access to edge lifecycle management cockpit. And there they need to create an edge node. Edge node is basically an abstraction of a Kubernetes cluster that the customer creates. And once they create an edge node, they have to provide the kubeconfig file uh, of their Kubernetes cluster and also set up the cloud connector. Yeah, once all this is done, they basically download or they deploy the edge integration cell solution on the Kubernetes cluster and then do the security management like the key pair that needs to be uploaded on the SAP integration suite tenant. They need to do a DNS mapping. And once all of these is done, this means that there is now a new runtime profile available in the integration suite tenant for customers to now 
run their scenarios or deploy their scenarios also on additional runtime that is edge integration seven. So this is a high level set of steps, I would say around 10 steps that customers need to do to set up and install edge integration cell. Okay. So listeners, we will link the blog in the show notes. So don't forget to check them out to follow the detailed steps Finney just now mentioned. Uh, you mentioned Kubernetes and, you know, I'm curious to know which Kubernetes platforms are supported to run an edge integration cell. Yeah. With edge integration cell, we also want to go with the PAM approach. So product availability metrics approach and uh, what we did was when we went GA, we supported three Kubernetes platforms. One is Microsoft Azure, AKS, Amazon EKS, and SUSE Rancher. So first two are hyperscaler-based Kubernetes platform, which can be used for a private cloud setup. SUSE Rancher is also supporting on-prem installation of the Kubernetes uh, cluster. Right? So that's these are the three that are currently supported. We are also working on supporting Red Hat OpenShift as additional Kubernetes platform. And currently the plan is that it will be available by Q2. So with this, by Q2, we will have four Kubernetes platforms supported, two hyperscalers and two for on-prem installations. Wonderful. Finney, you mentioned like one use case where customers are also looking to migrate from SAP process orchestration to edge integration cell. How different is this from SAP process orchestration and the scenarios that it supports? Yeah, that's a good question. So it's not a one-to-one feature parity with process orchestration, or we don't want to achieve, I would say that we don't want to uh, position edge integration cell as a software or as an alternative to process orchestration, which is offering a one-to-one mapping of the feature parities, right? But what we want to offer with Edge Integration Cell is that customers are able to achieve similar scenarios, what they used to run on process orchestration on SAP Integration Suite and Edge Integration Cell. So we call it as use case parity, right? So you will be able to achieve use case parity uh, that you were able to do with scenarios and use cases in process orchestration also on SAP Integration Suite and Edge Integration Cell. That's the goal, yeah, uh, but not feature parity, right? So what, as part of this whole use case parity, what we are trying to do is that we had multiple milestones. Uh, first milestone was that we should support all the capabilities of cloud integration also on edge integration cell. So like all the adapters, the flow steps. Um, so all of these are already supported. There are still some uh, features like simulation and access policy that are still to be uh, built in or in edge integration cell. So that's part of the roadmap but that's one of the first milestone. And then after that, we look at this use case parity with process orchestration, right? So offering features like specific on-prem adapters like the FTP adapter, OFTP adapter, uh, and RFC sender. So these kind of adapters will also come only on edge integrations. And in summary, to answer the questions, we want to position SAP integration suite and edge integration cell as in alternative uh, to SAP process orchestration so that customers are able to move their scenarios from process orchestration to SAP integration suite and edge integration cell. So for that, we also have built the migration assessment, the migration tooling, and also now with edge integration cell, you can deploy those scenarios on-prem as well. Okay, great. You mentioned on the adapters and the features, uh, I would like to build on top of it and uh, about other features. So does it have all the features of uh, cloud integration that are supported? 
Not yet. I mean, we started with supporting all the flow steps and the adapters. So we support already all the adapters that are standard adapters of cloud integration and also all the flow steps that are already supported on edge integration cell, which are cloud integration capabilities. What we still are working on is the features like simulation, the access policy, and also the third-party adapters. So, I mean, some of them are already supported, but the other ones, like third-party OEM adapters, we have partnership with other partners who are building also connectivity adapters for us. So they need to also validate this on edge integration cell. And then once this is validated, we will also release them for edge integration cell. And from the consumption point of view, uh, which personas you envision that could be involved while consuming edge integration cell? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So as we discussed earlier, right? So the operations of edge integration cell is completely owned by the customer, right? So when I talk about the personas that are involved in edge integration cell, I will talk from the perspective of the customer personas, right? So this these personas are at the customer's organization or are part of a customer's organization, right? So we have now with edge integration cell three personas mainly who are working or who will be working with edge integration cell. One is a system admin, the second is a tenant admin, and the third is integration or API developer, right? So system admin is the one who takes care of provisioning the Kubernetes cluster, maintaining the versions of the Kubernetes platform or Kubernetes cluster, ensuring that they are all up to date. So that's a system admin persona. Tenant admin persona takes care of activating the edge integration cell, taking care of creating a node on the edge lifecycle management, making sure that the software updates are uh, up to date. There is no system level issues. And if there are issues, then they look at the system level monitoring and logging. So we also offer Grafana dashboards. So all of these comes under the purview of the tenant admin and then the integration or API developer. So there is no change in tasks and activities of an integration developer with edge integration cell because they continue to do what they were doing with integration suite. They create integration scenarios, they create APIs, but now with edge integration cell, they have an option to deploy across multiple runtimes, right? So they can deploy either on the cloud or on edge integration cell. So Vinny, what about those customers who have, you know, built integration scenario? And what about the integration content that is created? Does this require migration or modification to run on edge integration cell? Yeah, that's also another important boundary condition that we had when we created Edge Integration Cell. We wanted to ensure that all the investments that the customers have made and also SAP has made till now on building these content or integration content, like uh, for cloud integration and integration suite, we have around 3000 plus integration content that is available on SAP Business Accelerator Hub. Uh, which is a standard content shipped by SAP, which customers can use. So we want to safeguard that investment and also customers over the period of many years from the time cloud integration was there and then integration suite was there, have created multiple content integration scenarios and integration content. So we want to safeguard all of those investments. And hence, with edge integration cell, what we have done is we have architected it in a way that all these content that customers have created in cloud integration are compatible. So when I say compatible, it means that uh, you don't need to do any migration. There is no transformation required. It is just a redeployment. So once you have set up your edge integration cell, you can choose to deploy your same scenarios which you were running on cloud integration or integration suite 
now also an edge integration set. It's just a redeployment. So there is no migration or there is no transformation required. Awesome. That sounds music to my ears. Yeah. Can you please also briefly give some overview on the licensing model and how customers can use this? Yes, sure. Uh, so with edge integration cell, what we tried to do was also wanted to simplify the whole licensing model for customers uh, so that they are also motivated and encouraged to use edge integration cell. So what we did was first was that every SAP integration suite license or tenant, which is licensed under SAP integration suite standard edition, premium edition, CPEA or pay as you go, they get one entitlement of edge integration cell free of cost, right? So they can use this one entitlement of edge integration cell without any additional cost. So, so it's all included within the existing Wonderful. cost of uh, SAP integration suite license. That's one. And the second part is that there are customers who feel that they need additional edge integration cells if they want to, let's say, install edge integration cells in different subsidiaries or different plans or different units in the organization, then they can also do that by acquiring additional edge integration cells via an add-on SKU. So we have also released an add-on SKU for edge integration cell. And then the third part is of this whole licensing model is the message metering, right? So we also do message metering like we do for the cloud. So every message that is flowing through edge integration cell, we meter them, but we will charge only for 50% of those messages, right? So we will discount the whole message metering for edge integration cell by 50% because we also understand that there are also costs involved at the customer side with the operations and uh, maintaining the whole edge integration cell in their landscape, right? So only 50% of those messages will be charged. The other aspects like SAP to SAP standard content, if it is deployed and messages are flowing through it, which is unmodified, this is also discounted and it is free similar to what we have in the cloud. So if customers are using standard content, SAP to SAP unmodified, then it is also not metered. So that's another aspect that we have also covered as part of this licensing model. Wonderful. When our customers, you know, start using the service, they look for best practices. So while setting this service, is there any guidance on how much quota to use or sizing to, you know, accommodate? Yes. That's correct. So, I mean, we have an SAP note uh, that is also available as part of the documentation, which tells on the versions, right, which is supported for each of the components like the Kubernetes cluster or the persistence that you need to bring. So this is more on the version. So recommendations on the version that is supported and then the sizing guide, right? So this is also something that a lot of customers were asking. With edge integration cell, what happens is there is also sizing possible with the Kubernetes underlying containerized platform. So that is also possible. Customers can use the Kubernetes platform to size their Kubernetes cluster. So that's that's one part. And then the other part is that how do they size the edge integration cell uh, deployments, right? So this is also recommendations are available. So we have created a sizing guide, first increment or, or first version of this Sizing guide is now available as part of our documentation. Customers can use this to size uh, and scale the scenarios on edge integration cell. And if there are any feedback, we could we are also happy to take that and improve the sizing guide. Awesome. So listeners, if you're already trying to get hands-on, we will link them in the show notes. So feel free to check them out. Uh, Finny, on the frequency of updates, uh, 
how will these be applied as this is you know more of an hybrid scenario can you comment on that part yeah this is also another important aspect that everybody needs to know because this is not a typical on prem solution and if you are coming from an on prem world you will have this desire or expectation that you have longer period of time of staying on a particular version right but that's not the case with edge integration cell because it's an extension to sap integration suite and we want to ship innovations and software updates at cloud speed right so what it means by cloud speed is that every 4 weeks we will ship updates like we do also for sap integration suite on the cloud so edge integration cell will also receive updates every 4 weeks customers since they operate the edge integration cell in their landscape they will have an option of delaying the software update by additional 4 weeks so for example if the software updates is released today they will have an option to delay the software update for additional 4 weeks but beyond that if they delay there is no impact on the existing running scenarios the existing scenarios will continue to run but what we will try to do is we will restrict deployment of new content so if you're trying to deploy new integration scenario on edge integration cell which is outdated beyond 8 weeks right so then we will restrict deployment so that's where you will get an error saying that it is outdated and you need to move to the next version this is just to ensure that customers are is consuming and are always opt- updated with the latest innovation that we ship awesome does edge integration cell requires you know any external services for managing persistence that might be included in the use cases and scenarios that you mentioned above right so with edge integration cell what we also did was we want to provide customers with the flexibility of bringing their own database right so what we Uh, offered today with edge integration cell is postgres sql and redis as the supported persistence or external services for persistence that they can plug in and store their data as long as they want so with edge integration cell what happens is every scenario that is running on edge integration cell is persisted on edge integration cell so the data is not transferred to the cloud yeah we have monitoring metadata that is transferred to the cloud but the payload information and the the actual data that is transferred between system is persisted in edge integration cell on these external services so customers need to bring this uh, external services like postgres sql and redis and it also provides this flexibility to customers that they can store this data for let's say data compliance or audit reasons for as long as they want right so for the cloud what happens is that we are able to store message processing logs or data only for up to 30 days but if customers want to store it for a longer period of time they need to bring their own archiving solutions right but this is now overcome or this can be overcome with this external database possibility with edge integration cell so you can bring your own databases and then keep your data as long as you want yeah you mentioned bringing your own datasets and you know that's very crucial Uh, so can multiple edge integration cells be connected to one integration suite tenant yes that is possible so Wonderful. this is also another aspect of the architecture that we built right so with regards to the topology what happens is one integration suite tenant can have multiple or can manage multiple edge integration cells so uh, this is possible and that's why you also have an option of getting additional edge integration cell via an add on sku so you can have let's say five edge integration cell 
additional to the one that you get for free. So then you can manage six edge integration cell and one integration suite cell, 10 interest. This is possible. So one to end is possible. One last question, Finny, and then I would like to, you know, put brakes to my horses. Uh, what are the key takeaways of edge integration cell, if you can sum up? Sure. With edge integration cell, what it offers is flexible deployment option that the customers have, that they are able to deploy a runtime in their private landscape. Right? So this provides them flexibility that they are able to have their scenarios running within their private landscape. Yeah, And it also provides this new architecture where they can have API-led integration and event-based integration along with process integration on this runtime. right? And then we also have this software updates at cloud speed so that the customers can get updates and innovations every four weeks and you know stay updated uh, with the latest versions of uh, edge integration cell and uh, it offers a migration path which is another important aspect that we wanted to also address because we want to enable customers to move from process orchestration to integration suite so this is offering an a migration path with migration assessment migration tooling and the edge integration cells so the customers are able to run those scenarios also within their private landscape. Awesome. So listeners. Yeah, that's just a quick summary of uh, what are the key takeaways of edge integration cell. Sure. I'm sure that with edge integration cell, customers will have more control of, you know, how they are building their cloud transformation journey. This is great, Finny, and I'm sure with these inputs from you to our listeners must have definitely gained knowledge on this new capability in SAP integration suite with edge integration set. I would really like to thank you for taking out time and, you know, getting along with our listeners. You're welcome. And thanks a lot for inviting uh, me also to this podcast. And I would also encourage all the listeners to try it out. And there are a lot of blogs and documentation available. We will also link it to this podcast. And we encourage you to try it out and provide us feedback if you have any. Great. Awesome. I would also like to highlight to our listeners that you, if you have any further pressing questions around this, please refer the show notes. There we have given some important links to help you get started or give us a shout out on our social media channels. Plus, you can drop us an email at platformtalks at sap.com. Moving to the next part of the episode where we discuss a business challenge and how customers of SAP solve that challenge with SAP BTP. Who doesn't want a smartphone app with which they can enter the store, scan products, and pay for their purchases? Valora offered their customers flexible and convenient shopping experience, or I should say, foodvenience experience. The challenges that the team wanted to solve was to enable a fast, convenient digital shopping experience, where customers can scan items and pay from their mobile devices. They also wanted to use customer data to offer more personalized recommendations and enhance loyalty programs. To execute this strategy and to help realize the project, Valora chose SAP Customer Experience Solutions and used the rich knowledge available with SAP services and support and collaborated with our partners like Webtizer AG and Pagnos GmbH on a proof of concept where SAP BTP services such as SAP Integration Suite, API Management, SAP BTP SDK for iOS were used to launch AVEC Box, 
the first cashier-free convenience store in Switzerland. The three key outcomes of this implementation were 20% increase in new registered customers. It took just six months to launch the first live autonomous store, which was a pilot, and 24 bar 7 digital shopping experience and a 360-degree view of customers. Now, Valora is winning new customers by offering them an even more convenient and flexible shopping experience. Plus, with customers registering with the AVAC app, Valora is able to get new insights into what customers want. To quote the head of retail IT at Valora, SAP customer experience solutions are helping us take retail to the next level in Switzerland. And because we are using a combination of intelligent technologies integrated by SAP BTP, we can continue to realize new business concepts in record time. So, with SAP BTP, they are now running simple. If you want to read more about the success story, refer the show notes below. Making your businesses successful is what we aspire for. And in pursuit to that, we are hosting multiple in-person hands-on workshops around the globe on topics like SAP Datasphere, Fiori, Integration Suite. So check out the events section on SAP Discovery Center to register for the locations near to you and get a chance to network with our product experts and get hands-on with BTP services. We will put the links in the show notes for you to register. We are also hosting our SAP Data Unleashed event for 2024 on March 6th, where you get to hear from the leader themselves. To name a few, we have Julia White, Chief Marketing and Solutions Officer and Member of the Executive Board at SAP, Jürgen Müller, Chief Technology Officer and Member of the Executive Board at SAP, Florian Bancoli, who is a Member of the Board at Bosch Digital and Edward Spitz, CIO and SVP, Global IT at Hugo Boss, and many more. So bring out your best with SAP data and analytics and register for this virtual event. Link to the registration page are in the show notes. That concludes our second episode of the year 2024 and number 104 of SAP BTP Talk. I would really like to thank you again for tuning in and staying till the very end. If you are listening to us for the first time and there were terms like process orchestration, management components, advanced event mesh, and so on that were not clear to you, please let us know on our social media channels or drop us an email at platformtalks at sap.com so that we can help you understand them. Plus, we are always ears to your feedback. So let us know what you liked, what you didn't, and most importantly, what you wish for in the next podcast. Sharing is caring. If you agree to that, please share the podcast with your tech friends and family. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. You can listen to this podcast on various mediums like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, to name a few. With that, I was your host, Gaurav Day, aka G, reporting and recording from Bangalore, India. Talk to you in the next episode. Until then, keep listening, keep learning and keep growing. Cheers.